This is not happening. Here's your host, Ari Shafir. Hi, everybody. Welcome to This Is Not Happening Presents. I'm Ari Shafir, the host and curator of the show. It's a storyteller show where a bunch of comedians tell a story on one subject. On this episode, I'll just tell you about the story I'm going to do. I like to go to UFC events, and I like to get fucked up on them. I call this story, um, how about, um, let's call it the right amount of drugs. That's what I'll call it. That's a good name. The right amount of drugs. So guys, please enjoy The Right Amount of Drugs, starring me, Ari Shafir. Here we go. Very nice. How are you guys? Thank you very much for coming out. Here's the deal. I'm going to talk about drugs for a second. Yeah, you guys heard of them? Have you heard of them? They're amazing. Uh, here's what I do to pass time in my free time. I like to go to UFC events. Uh, my friend gets me free tickets, he works for them, so as a Jew, that's the exact right price <laughs> that I'm willing to pay every single time. Any event, really, it doesn't matter. Be like, hey, I got two tickets, and I'm like, Ugh! stop right there. <laughs> because I'm in. <laughs> so I go to these UFC events, these cage fighting uh, things, and, uh, and if you ever watch them on TV, it lasts like two or three hours. But if you actually go to one of them, it's like six and a half hours long. And that's way too long not to be fucked up. <laughs> and beer costs so much of those things. So I figured out that you could just take drugs and you could uh, smuggle them inside your system. <laughs> um, so I've taken all sorts of stuff. I've taken ecstasy before and mushrooms there and uh, acid. That was probably the best one. Uh, and uh, pot cookies. I've taken those. Those are my normal ones, just pot cookies. So I want to talk about pot cookies for a second. Here's the thing with certain types of drugs. Alcohol, weed, it's not that hard. Like you smoke it or you take a shot. Within five minutes, you know how fucked up you're gonna get off that thing. But some drugs takes like an hour to kick in. And by then, it's too late. <laughs> this ride is already in motion. <laughs> Things have come down, you're in, so. So is that holy grail of drug use is taking the exact right amount. That's so hard to get. Because if you take too much, you're fucked. If you don't take enough, that's, that's the worst thing that can happen to you. <laughs> that's, any, anyone at home and watching this, uh, if the worst possible scenario on drugs is that you don't get fucked up. <laughs> so you gotta figure out how much it takes. So what I would say is, no matter what people tell you to take, take like 8% extra. You wanna make sure. <laughs> So I took this pot cookie at this UFC uh, fight one time, and you ever start like getting higher and higher on a pot cookie? Like you start blasting off. <laughs> but then you like, you pass the level that you possibly thought you could top out at. You know, you have like a range in mind from here to here, and then you're just going boom, boom, and you're like still going up. Just fucking shooting through the ceiling like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, you know, in the elevator that goes right through the top. Where I was always like, why do you make the ceiling out of glass if the elevator can do that? It's just a poor design from an engineering standpoint, but whatever. So I was sitting down, fucking flying in my chair, just in, a, in the fucking moon, looking back at where I thought I was gonna get to. It goes, whoa, I am really fucked up. This is gonna be a good one. So let me give you some advice really quickly. If you ever get too high and you're in public, this is the one mistake that most people make. You want to tell everyone that you're high. 
don't do that. Everybody thinks everybody knows. Nobody knows. Just stay there. Whenever you smoke pot with a rookie friend, you're just talking to a friend of your father's or something. Like, oh, hi, Mr. Johnson. Nice to see you. Yeah, we're just going to this 3D movie. Uh, I'll see you later. Say hi to your wife for me. And then you start to leave, and your friend just goes, I'm so sorry. We're really stoned. Like, what are you doing? He knew. He did not know. Keep it together. People can't tell, but there is a point in the night where they can figure it out. And here's the moment. When any of your friends, like when you've talked too much to anybody, they'll piece it together and they'll figure out you're high. So here's the warning sign when you have to stop talking because you've talked too much. When any of your friends turn to you and they say, wait, what? That's it. That's it. You're done talking. No more talking. They're going to find out. So I was doing that. I was sitting in my chair at this UFC, fucking flying, just sitting there enjoying it like this. My friend kept turning to me every once in a while. She'd be like, uh, good fights, right? And I'd go, <laughs> Like, this is not my first time. I'm not gonna fuck up. You gotta do better than that if you're gonna try to trick me. Uh, every like hour she'd say something, I'd just mutter back at her like, like, I'm just too good at this. But then after like three hours, she goes, hey, do you wanna go get some snacks from concession? And I go, fuck yes! <laughs> How did you know that? How did you know that? That's exactly what I want to do. You're in my mind right now. So I'm like, let's go. Let's go to concession. So we stood up. It was like three steps up to the main level. And here's the thing. There's a different level of fucked up. No matter what you're on. Alcohol, drugs. From, there's a different level of, from when you're sitting... Uh, to when you're standing. And you think those two things would be related, but they're completely not related. Like when you're sitting down, you're like, okay, I was pretty bad there for a while. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm coasting now. I think we're okay. I was close to barfing. When you're like this, when you're like... That's always a sign. If you ever see somebody doing that at a bar, just going like this... Just move away from that person immediately. <laughs> so you're like, okay, I think I'm good now. It's been like an hour. I'm in control. Yeah, I'm in control. Let's do this. And you stand up. You're like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm not in control at all. The drug is in control. So I stood up to go to this concession line. And you ever stand up too fast and have like your low blood pressure or anything where all your blood rushes to your feet and everything goes like this in your mind and then kind of opens back up again? It was doing that for me. It was going like, nope, fuck you. And it was just... <laughs> It was getting really bad. To the point where I had to have a talk with myself in my brain. Like a full discussion. That's when you know shit's going bad. When your brain says, Ari, I need to talk to you for a minute. I was like, what? What's happening, brain? What's, uh, what's the matter? Because I stood up, we went right out to the front line. We got right into the concession line. It was like right after a fight. So it was like perfect timing. We got in, people got in behind me. And I started getting real lightheaded. My brain's like, let me tell you something. And I was like, what do you have to tell me? Like, you only give me bad news. <laughs> Is everything totally cool? And Brain was like, listen, Ari, here's what's going to happen. You're going to pass out. <laughs> and I was like, what? No fucking way! No, I'm not doing that in a concession line at a UFC. No, I'm not doing that. We gotta be another option. We gotta figure something else out. We're not fucking passing out right here. No, no. And my brain was like,
It's okay, baby. It's okay. Listen, fighting it, that's not gonna help. You're going to pass out. So let me prepare you. And I was like, all right, cool, I guess. What am I gonna do? So my brain was like, you're gonna fall asleep. You're gonna wake up in about 25 seconds on the floor. And there's gonna be a bunch of people staring at you. You're probably gonna feel really, really embarrassed. I want you to get up and walk away rapidly. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I can handle that. If that's my future, that's not so bad. I can deal with that. So I'm in this concession line, just getting, like, everything's getting real light. Like, just getting like real light. Like, like, I, I don't know if you guys have ever passed out before. You don't black out. I'm not trying to be racist, but you don't black out. <laughs> Everything gets white and you white out. And then you you're, start sweating. Like I'm sitting there, it's getting whiter and whiter. Everything's like pouring sweat. My t-shirt's like soaked. And then the last thing to go is your hearing. It just starts ringing. It starts going like that. So I could, I could barely hear anything. I could barely see. I'm starting to go. And then right before I completely shut off, the last guy in the concession line got his stuff. And he like, he left. So there's just me in the counter. And so I just lunged at the counter. I put my hand on it, and then I locked my elbow. And then I just went out. I was just like... I can't see, I can't hear. I don't know what's up or down. Every part of my body is asleep, every part. Except my elbow, that's the only thing. Keeping it all together. My elbow's like Frodo Baggins' buddy. Like, I'll, fucking, I'll take it from here, sir. I'll pretend this isn't about homosexuality. Uh, so I'm like this for really like 20, 25 seconds until the first thing that started coming back is my hearing. It was like the ringing stopped. And the first thing I hear was a guy behind the concession stand just going, Sir! Sir, what can I get you? I was just like, you can get me like one minute. That's what I need first. Woo! And then I was able to like slowly get my footing, and like the sweating started to like slow down. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, now like four popcorns and six pieces pieces immediately, and then we'll start talking. And I was able to like completely come back, and I was like, whoa. And then I looked over at my friend, and my friend was just standing next to me, just going like this, like. And I was like, what? And she goes, what, what? No, you don't get to ask that. Like you didn't do anything out of the ordinary there. What the fuck was that? Cause she didn't even know I had taken anything. So to her, for the last three hours, I had just been boring. And then I got to the front of the concession line and started doing the Twizzler dance out of nowhere. She's like, what was that? And I was like, that, that was someone who just took the right amount of drugs. There it is. That's the story, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I have another story about acid uh, on the UFC one time, but I'll save that for another time. But uh, yeah, they're super fun to go to when you're fucked up. I go in there with Joe Rogan. 
He's the he's the host. So I go on with him. We go on the road a lot together. And I remember one time we're walking to where he does commentary, and I'm walking with him. And I take out a, a, a breast strip, a THC breast strip. And these things are super strong. Like half a breast strip was the right dosage. You're supposed to cut them in half and split it with your friend. And they get you fucked up. Like legitimately fucked. I took one. I took the most I ever took was one and a one and a third of them. And I was high for 27 hours. God, that was the most high I had been. But anyway, so I'm walking into this UFC one time with Joe Rogan, who got me into weed. And I take out a breast strip. I was like, all right, I'll see you after the fights in like six hours. And he goes, oh, you're doing a breast strip? I'm like, yeah. He goes, fuck. I'm like, what? He goes, I wish I could watch the UFC like you do. I want to do it that way. I don't want to do it sober. I want to watch the fights and get fucked up. Yeah, I was super, super fucked. (laughs) But it was a really fun fight. They were really great. Every drug story I have where people go, hey, see? Isn't that a proof of why you shouldn't do drugs? I'm like, no. You're looking at an example of how something bad did not happen to me. Something bad almost happened. It's an example of why you should continue doing drugs. Check out uh, AriTheGreat.com or AriShafir.com, whichever one. Uh, you can see all my tour dates uh, or go to Ari Shafir on Twitter at A-R-I-S-H-A-F-F-I-R. And that's it. I hope you guys enjoy these. I really, really enjoy doing them. It's just the best show to watch. You just see these people doing these awesome, fucking interesting stories about crazy ideas. This is not happening presents. I was so fucked up. If you want to see video of these stories, don't forget to go to cc.com slash T-I-N-H. You can see videos and extended versions of every one of these stories. You can also go to Comedy Central's YouTube page to see the stories as well. For all the comedy nerds out there. You've been listening to a podcast from Comedy Central Studios.